0: welcome to another episode of how you can Do, with your host your boy alvi daniel thompson jr aka mr you can too in today's solo episode i am talking about a problem that i see plaguing so many individuals that have big goals whether they be creative goals personal goals or professional goals this is the one factor that is always standing in the way. And what this factor is, is resistance. If you ever read the book The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, you will have heard of this term and how it shows up. What I wanna do in this episode is to talk about resistance, explain how Pressfield shows us how resistance shows up in our life and ultimately stops us from doing the things we seek out to do and provides you with the solution in order to overcome it. This topic has been a game changer for me in understanding how to overcome my self-sabotaging ways and help my clients do the same. As a result, I know that this can help you a ton. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. It will mean the world if you leave a five-star rating in a review of the show i honor you i appreciate you and as always you can too enjoy the show dynamic blessings i appreciate you tapping in with me today what i want to spend this podcast episode talking about is something that i see plague so many people who are looking to make a change in their life This has happened to me on many occasions, and it can still happen to me when I'm not being present and taking the necessary actions to overcome it. This also can be happening in your life on a regular basis, and you may or may not be aware of it. This phenomenon that I want to talk about is resistance. I first heard about this term from the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. In this book, he talks about how we live two separate lives. The first being the life we live, and the second being the unlived life. And what stands between the two is resistance. The unlived life you can think of as everything that you dream for, everything that you wish to tackle, all of the goals that you hope to accomplish. And if you've ever bought an exercise bike and you see now that that exercise bike is collecting dust and you're using it as a second closet, then you know what resistance is. Ultimately, there's different aspects of resistance in different ways it shows up. And here are some of the ways that Pressfield describes it in the book, The War of Art. One being that resistance is invisible. It can't be seen, it can't be heard, and it can't be touched but it definitely can be felt. It's ultimately a repelling negative force whose aim is to shove us away, distract, and prevent us from doing our work. All of that to say is that resistance is there to stop us from actually accomplishing the thing that we wanna do. What I want you to realize when it comes to resistance is that resistance is an internal thing A huge problem that I see is that you may want to blame your circumstances, other people, certain events, certain scenarios, as to why you're not getting the work done, but understand that that's all BS. It truly is internal, and I've seen this for myself. When I think about my journey in the war of art, I can look at it from writing my first book, You Can Too, Life Lessons from My Mom's Untimely Death. What I found in writing that book is that I actually procrastinated for about four years before I actually wrote it. I first wanted to write it in 2017. And I actually didn't get to writing it and working on it consistently until 2021. The reason for that was the resistance I felt around getting the work done. And what's funny about resistance is that we all can face it in different aspects of life. It doesn't have to be strictly in art, in creating and painting something or writing a book. It can come in your everyday life goals. It can come in your diet goals. It can come in your exercise goals. It can come into your entrepreneurial goals. Ultimately, anything that stops you from doing the thing that you need to do or the things that you need to do to accomplish or take that next step is resistance. And something that Pressfield talks about in the book is how resistance is impersonal. It doesn't know you, it doesn't care about you. Specifically, really, it's a force of nature that acts objectively. This showed me that resistance is its own entity. And it shows up in most people's lives. And it's literally built into each and every one of us. In that way, it's very universal. We might think that, you know, or I might think that I'm going through a, a problem or a plateau and that it's unique to me, but what Pressfield shows us in his work is that this resistance is happening to many people all of the time and that we are never alone in the resistance that we're feeling. And then the last part about resistance that I think is extremely important to understand is that resistance is most powerful at the finish line. Tell me if this has ever happened to you. Say you had a goal to lose 30 pounds and you hit that 25 pound mark, which is amazing, a great feat in itself, but you just couldn't stick to all of the habits and the strategies that you had in place to lose that, life, that last five pounds. You end up beating yourself up for not losing those last five pounds, and then now you go back into your bad habits that had you gain the extra weight in the first place. Understand the resistance was so strong in those last five pounds that it's trying to do any and everything that it can to throw you off of your path. Understand that this is gonna happen, because it's trying to throw one last assault at you so that you don't reach your goal, so that you don't get that body that you want, so that you don't start that business that you're passionate about, so that you don't spend that time that you wanna spend doing the thing that you love the most. Understand, that is resistance, and that's how it works. And the last thing I wanna say about resistance is that procrastination is a form of resistance. Oftentimes you might rationalize that you're going to do what you wanna do, yet you just don't do it. You put it to the side, and then it's eventually you just admit that you know, you're caving in. But what you're actually caving into is this resistance that's sitting right there. And as a result, you say, ah, I'll just push it off until tomorrow. And unfortunately, I know that too well, living in the land of tomorrow as an entrepreneur When working for myself, it's so easy to say, I'll just do that task tomorrow. Uh, I'll reach out to that group tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I do the same thing. You see, that is something that really stopped me from realizing the success that I wanted to realize much earlier on. And again, it's my own doing and it's something within me. And it's something that I recognize is now resistance. And something that's important for me to realize is that it's always going to be there, but it's important to know. And the good news is I can overcome this resistance and you can too. Here's how you do it. Unfortunately, most people don't take the right mindset when it steps into a goal or when you step into a goal. And that now that you understand the problem of what resistance is, to focus on the solution is to actually, what Pressville calls, turn pro. You have to be a professional now. You have to treat your goal like you would treat your professional job. Here's what he means by this. You know what it's like to wake up for work at a specific time to get to work consistently at a specific time and to do the job day in and day out at work consistently. And you probably do these things even when you do not feel like it. If you can go pro in your professional job, then you already have the proof that you can go pro when it comes to your individual goals. And you do that by being a pro by treating it as a profession, meaning you show up each and every day, you stay on the task until it is done, you commit to it for the long haul, you master the techniques required to complete the job, and you receive praise and blame in the real world as opposed to just letting it happen in your head. That's a huge, 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 huge red flag that I see with myself and so many people that I work with that your thoughts can actually be stopping you. You're creating a story, a narrative in your head of how something is working or not working versus actually looking at your results, whether that results comes from doing measurements whether that result comes from certain tracking, whether that result is stepping on a scale, doing your body fat percentage, seeing how many days in a row you ate the proper meals, whatever it may be. Let the real world give you feedback as opposed to just trying to rationalize in your head because your brain oftentimes is going to lie to you. So that's so, so, so important. Another thing too is you gotta have a sense of humor with it. Life is funny and even serious goals can have some humor to it. I know for myself, when I take myself too serious, it makes it so much more laborious to get things done. And I always go back to some of my plant medicine journeys that have always showed me just how silly the things I worry about are. And how in the grand scheme of things like, look, I'm here for a short amount of time, I'm not guaranteed for how long i'm going to be here so let me enjoy it and let me work towards this thing with a level of not just professionalism but like some some lightness to it like enjoy it have fun if it's not fun or it's not going to lead to something enjoyable then what's the point so i think that is a great balance to have is to not take yourself too serious and at the same time be serious about what you're doing day in and day out. And the last thing when it comes to turning pro, it's understanding that you shouldn't strictly identify yourself based off of your job or on your goals. So what does that mean? That means that you don't get caught up in your results and blame yourself for it not getting done and also not just simply giving yourself all the credit when it does get done. Right, It's not identifying with the outcome, whether it's perceived as positive or negative. What's important is that you show up each and every day, you focus on the journey, and that you understand that you have everything that it takes within you already to get it done. But simply the resistance is going to try to come get you. And understand the solution to overcoming the resistance is turning pro. A professional doesn't accept excuses. A professional endures adversity. A professional does not take failure or success personally. I want you to really reflect on those things right now. Are you accepting excuses for not staying consistent and being on your path? Do you fall in the face of adversity? Adversity is going to come up. I feel like adversity is a part of life. And it's when you can work through the adversity, when you show up in spite of the adversity, that builds resilience and that allows you to continue to do the work and to get closer to where it is that you want to go. And like I was saying before, when you're turning pro and when you're being a professional, you're not taking the failure or the success personally. This reminds me of a saying that one of my coaches used to use at Georgetown where it's like, don't let your highs be too high and your lows be too low. When you allow your highs to be too high, that's gonna have you be comfortable, take your foot off the gas, and have you stop doing all the amazing things that got you to the place that you wanted to be. That's too real for me. <laughs> that That's happened many a times in my life, and that's what causes the unnecessary ups and downs, the unnecessary roller coaster ride. I'm not saying that I'm only supposed to experience ups. I understand there's gonna be downs, but how deep that down is, is all dependent on if I take my foot off the gas and I stop doing the things that allowed me to be successful. And now, when we talk about the lows being too low, it could be really easy to get discouraged and to stay down and to ruminate on all of the quote-unquote negative things I'm experiencing. But in reality, that thing is temporary. And that thing probably already happened in the past. So I can learn from it, I can leave it in the past, and I can take that learning lesson with me into the present moment and focus on doing the actions based off of what I just learned. The problem is that you might be sulking, you might be sitting in a pity party and not even realizing that you're diving deeper and deeper and deeper into this negative feeling that you're experiencing. I'm not telling you not to experience it, I'm not telling you not to feel it, but don't get stuck in it, because that's what an amateur does, an amateur gets stuck in it and stays there. Where a pro faces it, sees it, learns from the adversity, It moves forward. That's the biggest difference. I think overall to wrap this up, I want you to realize one, resistance is the thing that shows up that stops you from doing the thing that you wanna do. And oftentimes it shows up as procrastination and as fear. Understand the second that you realize that you are procrastinating and that you're sitting on your hands the moment you have that awareness get up into action take a step do a thing the last thing you want to do is to stay stuck in that place when it comes to fear understand that fear is natural fear is part of the human experience and fear is so deeply woven into our dna because that used to be the thing that kept us alive there were certain levels of uncertainty when we saw that bush rustling way 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 back in the day we weren't gonna sit there and guess and say hmm i wonder if there's a saber-toothed tiger in there let me find out no you would get your ass out of there and you would run away because of the fear but then once you were far away and you realized that there's nothing chasing you you would come back to presence and you would get out of that stressful state, and go about the rest of your day. The problem is, people are paralyzed by their fear today. And they're so scared to make a mistake, scared to look foolish, scared to quote unquote fail, that they end up not even trying. And the solution to fear is courage. To me, my favorite definition of courage is having fear and taking the action anyways. That is true courage. And when you're able to be courageous day in and day out by taking the uncomfortable step, that's how you get through resistance, and that's how you become pro. Ultimately, if you want to get a creative endeavor done, if you wanna make a change in your professional life, in your personal life, if you're looking to better yourself in some way, the solution is to turn pro. And you turn pro by not accepting excuses, by taking responsibility for yourself, and ultimately taking actions even when the fear is there. I've seen this have a huge impact in my life both ways, by falling to the fear and also overcoming the fear. And I understand that resistance shows up consistently and the key to overcome it is taking action courageously. If you wanna learn more about this, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. He has many other books that built on top of this. One is called Turning Pro, and then he has others as well. Definitely dive in and tap into this type of work. And if you want help on this, feel free to reach out to me because I know that's something I can help you with. It's what I help my clients with on a regular basis, overcoming the resistance. I appreciate you taking the time coming in I appreciate you tapping in and take your life and your goals serious make time for them be present to them and build an awareness on what type of resistance is showing up in your life and overcome it by turning pro you can too